Kane's Big Joe for Absolute Comfort, your trusted independent American Standard Air dealer. And owner Chris Wedekin sells the Mitsubishi Electric Mini Split, a great option for heating and cooling where ductwork can't be installed. If you have one of those homes that has baseboard heat or electric heat, ceiling cable heat, these can be specifically designed for those houses because in those houses it's very difficult to have them do all the construction and remodeling that goes with adding ductwork into those types of homes. Find out more by going to absolutecomfort.org. Absolute Comfort is your trusted independent American Standard Air Mitsubishi Electric Elite Ductless Pro Dealer. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here. We'll go straight to the drivehubler.com hotline and bring on Kurt Zindulka, reporter for Breitbart, who has been covering uh, extensively the Trump indictment, or I guess I... I should, I guess I should make that plural. Trump indictments, right? Just like impeachments. Kurt, welcome to the Hammer and Nigel Show. First time having you on. How are you? Yeah, doing great. Thanks for having me, guys. So, Kurt, maybe just start from the beginning here because people that don't live in this bubble like we do, maybe are just kind of paying attention on the periphery of of what exactly is going on with this indictment. And wait a minute, Trump has classified documents. That, uh, in his bathroom, but he unclassified them, and he, the National Archives wanted them back, but the, he wouldn't give them back to him, and now now they're trying to put him in jail. Maybe just give us an overall big picture of how, how all of this started. Well, yeah, so this originally started, uh, Nigel, with the January 6th uh, protests, ironically enough, uh, that Merrick Garland opened up a special counsel to investigate Trump, and they couldn't get him on anything. As we all know, he said, go and protest peacefully. So they couldn't get him on the insurrection claim. So they do what uh, people in the Justice Department often do and expanded their remit to checking out classified documents in Mar-a-Lago, which pretty much every president we've seen since like the 1970s has gone through this back and forth with the government about setting up their own presidential library with uh, their own documents and which ones are going to give back. And, you know, this is, this is quite a novel thing for them to, for the government to actually target a former president. You know, I think like in in places like, Russia and China, they get criticized all the time for targeting their political opponents. Sure. Yeah, it happens here against Trump. It's, it's apparently okay. You know, I used to live in China, and I can tell you this is right out of the playbook of Xi Jinping, who used a wow. supposed anti-corruption drive to jail his political rivals, and that's a big reason why he ascended to near-emperor status. But I guess you shouldn't be so surprised that China, Joe, given his connections, shall we say, is uh, deploying some of the same tactics as the communist regime in Beijing. Wow. So, wow. Kurt, Jason Hammer here. Um, if we're talking about how corrupt this may be, and you're making comparisons to what would happen in places like China, let's get into who the special counsel is, who his wife is, and why uh, this is so crooked. Yeah, yeah, that's right, Hammer. Uh, so Jack Smith, he is very much a creature of the deep state, the Washington swamp. His wife is a big Democrat donor. She donated to Biden, uh, Congressman Rashida Tlaib. Uh, yep. She helped produce uh, a puff piece documentary for Michelle Obama. So this guy is very much, this prosecutor is very much a creature of the deep state in Washington. And what I think what we should frame this as is 
This is fundamentally about trying to derail the America first movement, the deep state, the swamp, whatever you want to call it, isn't afraid of Trump because of his positions on tax cuts or on the woke stuff or the the way he speaks. They consider him a radical figure for one reason, and that's because of his position on foreign interventionism and war. Trump was really successful in changing the way the Republican base looks at uh, war overseas by asking a simple question, how is spending trillions of dollars in foreign lands improved the average American's life? And when you think about it, it really hasn't for most Americans. So President Trump has referred to Smith as like a deranged lunatic and a thug <laughs> and does political hit jobs. <laughs> And, you know, I think he's saying that it's it's quite a coincidence that Smith arrested Trump pretty much exactly at the same time that the FBI is being alleged to have evidence that Biden took a five million dollar bribe from Nikola Shostakovsky. Sorry. The Burisma executive. That's right. The founder of of the energy company in Ukraine, Burisma, which Hunter Biden magically appeared on a board seat on, despite having no expertise on the region or the energy market. And Republicans are claiming that the FBI possesses 17 recordings between the Burisma executive and Biden and his son. So I think I think when you look at this, it it definitely appears that Smith is acting in a political fashion. We're speaking with Kurt Zindulka from Breitbart News covering the Trump indictment. One of the worrisome things for Trump has to be this, and nobody's heard it yet exactly, but this journalist transcript of Trump talking about how he has classified documents in his possession that didn't get declassified and he was showing them to people. What do we know about this recording of Trump and how do we process that? Well, this comes in to the whole idea of attorney-client privilege, which has been just trampled all over during this investigation. So, Timothy Parlator, who was recently Trump's defense attorney until last month, he's saying that the special counsel has gone way beyond their remit and has, he's accused them of direct misconduct through. So Parlator appeared before a grand jury and the special counsel uh, prosecutors were trying to get him to break his attorney client privilege in front of the jury. And when he refused to, which every good lawyer should, yeah. uh, they, they basically turned to the jury and said, oh, look, he's, if he's so innocent, why is he invoking attorney-client privilege? Which Parlator said, in any regular case, the judge would have thrown it out and probably uh, reprimanded the lawyers who did that. So that brings us back to how this whole case is going. Like, even according to the New York Times, the notes that were unsealed by Judge Amy Berman Jackson uh, from one of Trump's other attorneys basically gave the, the prosecutors the whole roadmap for building their case. So what Parlator is saying is that once this actually gets moving into a real uh, real uh, courtroom, a lot of this stuff is going to get thrown out. So I don't know if, if these were supposed recordings. I'd imagine they will get locked up in this attorney-client privilege, and this whole case could fall apart before it even goes to trial. And we don't have any context, the real context of of how he was conveying the information on these supposed tapes. or We, we don't, really don't know anything about them. 
Yeah, that's right. And so much of this stuff is getting leaked specifically uh, and favorably by the prosecutors, right? So, Kurt, on the subject of recordings, then, let's go to the Biden side. Uh, Representative Comer, who's the head of the Oversight Committee, he's been pretty loud, pretty vocal, saying these nationals, they've got recordings of Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. They kept them just in case they ever needed to get themselves out of trouble. Okay, that's great. But we've seen this before, right, where the Republicans think they've got something and they're loud and they're boisterous. Does Comer absolutely have to get these recordings and any documentation out to the public for anything to move the needle here? I think it definitely has to be made public. I mean, at at the current moment, all we have is essentially rumors, right? Right. So it needs to be made public. And, you know, people like Ted Cruz and the Judiciary Committee in the Senate are really pushing, he's, he's accusing the FBI of stonewalling the Congress, which I think there's some evidence of. So I think the Senate or the House Republicans really need to try to push to get these docu- these recordings unsealed, or they're just gonna, the media is just gonna wash this over as, oh, another Republican conspiracy theory or whatever. Right. But if you hear Joe Biden on a tape with the Ukrainian talking about bribes, that's gonna be pretty hard to ignore. Because, Listen, the reason I say we've seen this before, no matter what the situation is, Republicans have not been good at the knockout punch. They're real good at calling hearings. They're great at giving you sound bites, whether it's Ted Cruz, Matt Gaetz, whoever it is. But when the rubber meets the road, nothing ever happens to people. The big tech folks got away with it. Everybody seems to get away with it when the Republicans go after them. They need to have the knockout punch. Well, that's right. And I think that's why... Really, it it, it depends on Trump getting back into the White House, clearing house at the Justice Department and then launching investigations of his own, putting special counsels in place. And that has to happen for the Republicans to have credibility, because, as you say, they've been completely feckless in going after the myriad of Democratic crimes that have been alleged anyway. I'll put it that way. So they, for them to retain credibility as a party, they really need to go after Biden with, with all of his dealings in China and Ukraine. Uh, why not throw in the documents case there too? Hillary Clinton, same thing. So yeah, I think it's gonna it's gonna require the, the Republicans in the Congress right now aren't gonna have the the authority to be able to do that. But if Trump gets back in the White House, he has to set up his own his own investigations. Kurt Zindulka uh, here from Breitbart News. Yeah. Um, one more thing before we let you go, Kurt. Uh, tell me a little bit more about the Ukrainian oligarch who allegedly paid Joe Biden $5 million. Does this all tie in with this FBI document that Director Ray didn't want to let the Oversight Committee see? And this is different than the whistleblower and the FBI document, but it's all kind of tied together. Ukraine is a very corrupt country. It's it's one of the most corrupt countries in the world, right? And that's why it's been such like a playground for the deep state for so long. Uh, Not only advancing their aims against Russia, but also, you know, for money to conveniently disappear, (laughs) you know, and go into the pockets, allegedly, of people like the Biden family. So this guy, uh, he's the founder of Burisma, right? And he basically 
has has disappeared. We don't exactly know where he is, Zlochevsky. We he was accused of money laundering, which you know kind of goes goes with the territory for sure. a Ukrainian government official. Sure. And he, he fled in in 2019. We think to Monaco. He he might still be there. We're not we're not too sure. But yeah, apparently he's kept these recordings of Biden as an insurance policy, which you know isn't isn't. Isn't the the dumbest move? I'll say that. But yeah, this all goes back to Joe Biden's involvement in Ukraine, which has been long and storied. I mean, he was basically Obama's uh, head point man in the region during 2014 when the revolution took place, which Russia called the coup. And you could kind of line up all those pieces just say that had the uh, hey had the, right the you know biden because of what joe biden did in 2014 yeah, biden's on tape saying hey i'm gonna fire that uh, ukrainian prosecutor who's looking into burisma i mean he's on the record yeah exactly right <laughs> hey kurt uh it's been fascinating man where can people find more of your work and your social media and stuff like that uh yeah find me anywhere at kurt zindulka z-i-n-d-u-l-k it's a check name i know it's a little bit hard <laughs> but yeah you can find me on breitbart and uh yeah, that's pretty much it. Kurt, have a great weekend, man. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys.